Hello, my friend. I have been thinking about this conversation for a while now. This is not the usual connect with confidence where I bring on a friend or somebody I've just met (laughs) who instantly becomes a friend uh, to share ideas and thoughts, but this is like straight from my journal and straight from my heart. So I have been thinking about this for weeks now. I wake up in the morning thinking about you and how I can encourage you at this time. I'm going to sleep thinking about these things that I want to share and I really feel like it's time for some encouragement. Actually, it's always important and time for encouragement. I literally wouldn't be here if not for so much encouragement along the way, lifting me and pushing me forward. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about honest, meaningful conversations and listening, really listening to each other. How often do you feel you've really been listened to, like you've been heard, seen and understood? How often do you feel safe in a conversation, totally safe to share your thoughts, including those messy, complicated, half-baked thoughts that might get untangled as you pour them out to make sense of them? It can be really difficult and feel really awkward and even dangerous to unpack your thinking and to explore your thoughts, even privately on paper. So let's talk about that too. And it can be difficult to hear someone else's messy, tangled, troubled thoughts. So because I'm flying solo, I'm not bouncing off anyone, I'm just sharing from the heart today and sharing pieces from my journal. So I might have a few pauses. I might uh, flick to a few other pages and stare out the window as I... (laughs) As I put together what I want to share today, I didn't want it to be all structured and put together like a speech. This is me sitting down, sharing with a friend all over the world. um, I've been reviewing where do people listen to this podcast from? (laughs) So I'll give you a little sneak peek behind the scenes. So people are listening from Australia, United States, India, United Kingdom, Philippines, Netherlands, Singapore, Ireland, Thailand, Germany, Canada, Austria, New Zealand, United Arab Emirates, Mexico, Norway, Hong Kong, Myanmar, Indonesia, South Africa, Saudi Arabia, Poland, Switzerland, Guyana. Am I saying that correctly? (laughs) France, Romania, South Korea, Nigeria, Spain, Iceland, Belize, Brazil, Cayman Islands, Malaysia, Qatar, Kuwait, Egypt, Luxembourg, Pakistan, Denmark, Jersey, Greece. I I see you. <laughs> uh, as I as I can, you know, on my analytics there. So thank you for listening, wherever you are and whatever you're doing, going for a walk or driving or just sitting or lying down, having a listen. So here it is from my heart to yours. So I've been having a lot of conversations lately about safe conversations about listening and I'm known as an author coach and speaker which sounds like I have a lot to say (laughs) I kind of do but what I really want to do more of is listen in fact it's only by learning to listen that I've been able to write and speak and share my thoughts around the world so in my conversations about safe conversations about great listening I realized it's It's actually one thing to talk about these conversations, but it's quite another to have these conversations. So even in 
some conversations with people in the last couple of weeks about this, I've paused and said, can we actually dive in? <laughs> it's like I'm on the precipice. I could just dive into this scary place and ask a question or allow you to ask me a question. Sometimes I'm not expecting the questions, but they to answer really honestly and to be completely vulnerable and allow an intimate conversation. You know, I used to be so scared of the word intimate or intimacy, which I've heard people say is like into me see. It's allowing people to really see who you are and we can talk about having those conversations or we can dive right in. So I want to invite you today to think about those conversations and, you know, send me any questions because if this is useful, I will do more podcasts where I am answering specific questions from the heart, being really open because I've realized that it's important to share my story and my thoughts because the more my profile grows, the more my network expands and people know something of me, the more misunderstandings can grow, the more people can assume that because I have a big network, because they see photos of me in different countries around the world, because they see my books, they make all these assumptions about, you know, it must be, um, you know, what, what's the expression? You know, like, well, it's good to be you. <laughs> you know, it's like you must be so lucky. Um, you know, you somehow haven't had to take the risks or you've had the resources that other people don't. And, you know, that's when we get into the trap of comparison, which is not useful. So I find that I need to share my story to encourage others that if I can do what I've done and what I'm doing from a place of trepidation, from a place of absolute risk and stepping out in faith and doing what I'm encouraged by others to do, doing what I feel I'm called to do, whether I feel equipped or ready <laughs> or not, just jumping in. So, yeah, I just want to be more and more open. I am pushing myself to this place of vulnerability and courage. I want to encourage more of these safe, honest, healing conversations. I want to be open to them. I want to go looking for them. And I want to give and receive support to those who want to be more available and more vulnerable. So it's scary. It's like bungee jumping. You know, you don't do that without getting the safety gear in place. So if you're feeling terrified already, uh, maybe we've lost half of the audience who are not up for this and that's okay. You are here with me and I appreciate that. So, so what does it look like to get some safety gear in place for a safe conversation? You know, a professional, a psychologist or a coach can share their confidentiality guarantees or agreements, and, and that's great. In friendships, it looks a little different, although even with professionals, you still need to feel safe. It's not about having the text on a page that says you are safe here. There are so many subtle ways in which we know that we're safe or not to share our deepest thoughts and complicated ideas. I think this is something that, that grows. We, we have conversations about the kind of conversations that we want to have. We don't just dive in. We gain permission. We give permission for people to, to express freely. 
we look at the person or we really hear if we're just on the phone, we listen between the lines. Do you have their full attention? Do we agree on things like, you know, can phones be on silent? Can they be out of sight? Can they not be multitasking? Um, you know, whether we're walking together or writing or drawing as you speak, if that's helpful. So after setting up, how is this conversation going to be? How long is it going to be? How, you know, crazy big ideas is it going to be? Or how, um, you know, confessing a struggle? What is that conversation going to be about? Because if we share those things, what we're doing is gaining permission from the other person's brain to be present for whatever comes up. Sometimes I've found it's safer to share, you know, past mistakes, failures, because the other person can, you know, they might judge you for it, but it doesn't inhibit you moving forward as much as if you risk sharing your aspirations, your dreams. If somebody looks at you like, what are you saying? If they look at you questioningly when you are sharing something so brave, so vulnerable, it can be squished in an instant. And so I find it's actually more risky to share your aspirations unless you know that someone absolutely believes in you and believes in crazy big ideas. So as we share our thoughts on whatever it is that you're bringing to the table, that, that safe conversation that you want to have, that confession that you want to share, we can check in. Does, does it make sense to you? Is it okay that I'm sharing this? Get feedback from people. And also I think we need to put boundaries in like I don't need you to fix this right now. I just need to share with you where I'm at. Because often when somebody shares something vulnerable, the other person feels vulnerable also. And so they're going to fix or to pacify, to say, no, 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 it's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but you want to have that space and time to think things through fully and to be supported and to have that sense of it's okay whatever comes up then you might talk about some agreements some actions some accountability some next steps I'm probably just scratching the surface <laughs> with some of these things so I welcome your questions this is an exploration for me a diving into what matters most to you and just creating a space for more conversation because I feel like at this time of year, it's so important to be really honest with where you're at. And I think there can be a lot of pressure at the beginning of a year to dive right in. And let's be honest, maybe you're tiptoeing in, maybe you're trudging in. It's like really hard to put one foot in front of the other. Or maybe you're taking a leap of faith and that's awesome. We just need to be honest with ourselves. Where are we at? And I find that we can close off on one year and step into the next, expecting it to be different or better. And there might be a feeling that it's not, nothing's really changed. <laughs> we had a New Year's party or we had, you know, some time off and now we're back to real life. And so just on that, I want to, I want to share the process that I've used the last couple of years to, to help reflect honestly with yourself about the previous year so that as you're stepping into the new year, you are taking the gold from the previous year. 
you're not just slamming the door shut and going, oh, that was awful. Um, Because it's not helpful. There's actually beautiful things from your past year, resilience, learnings, gratitude that can really equip and strengthen you for the year ahead. So something that I just want to share before we move on is something that I came across that uh, came up in one of those conversations where I was asked questions about my story and I remembered this book that I wrote a chapter for in 2011. So this is called I Am Woman, The Art of Being You by Minda Lennon. So, yeah, 2011, she interviewed me and asked these questions. So on page 171, it says, this is Kerry's story. Question, what challenges have you faced in your life? And I said, I find it a little challenging to write about what I've overcome for two main reasons. One, I now no longer hurt, fear, or feel the shame that I did in the past. I know the freedom of forgiveness and the courage of authenticity. Two, for the past six months, I have been mentoring a young man in Rwanda who was 12 years old when his nation and family was torn apart by the 1994 genocide in which his mother and brothers were killed. It's a great perspective shifter. However, it's not useful to compare ourselves to others, their pain or their achievements. We all have our own journey to walk and our pain, regardless of the extent, is still pain. It's not useful to downplay it or to dramatise it or dwell on it. It's to learn from, turn it into gold that can make a powerful difference in your own life and in the lives of others. I have suffered various forms of abuse at different times in my life, not for long periods of time, but enough to change my life forever. I'm very fortunate to have grown up in a loving, stable home, but small pockets of the outside world hated me, abused me and stole my innocence. Sometimes I've been hated for who I am or what I have, which I found really confusing at times. Who would want to be me? I didn't realise the value of things like growing up on a farm with well-respected parents and grandparents. I didn't see myself as someone that people could possibly be jealous of. I tried for so long to be someone else because who I was didn't seem to be enough. I wasn't pretty enough, old enough, clever enough. I never felt that I measured up once I was in primary school and becoming aware of being measured against others. When I say it's changed my life forever, it's given me an appreciation of life and an understanding and compassion for people who face challenges of many kinds. It's developed a cheerleader within me to cheer on with all my heart those who are committed to overcoming and making the most of their lives. It's given me the belief that one who has no hope, one who is self-destructing and wants to end it all, can become one who loves life and people because that's been my journey. Question, what external fixes, if any, did you use to try and overcome these challenges? I used to talk to anyone who would listen, but discovered that often it's not useful. I worked so hard to please people and to try and fit in, but I just exhausted myself. When I was looking externally for help, I was unaware of just about everything I needed to be aware of. From awareness of my emotional state, how I really felt and what I thought, to my physical state, I was ignoring some pretty unhealthy symptoms. And I wasn't taking responsibility for myself. I was operating out of a vacuum and hoping I was making a positive difference in people's lives. I've found writing to be a significant help as it shows me when my thinking is heading in the wrong direction. 
When I was recovering from chronic burnout and unable to work, a friend of mine who is a psychologist asked me to write every day and it was a very useful tool in gaining clarity and perspective. Question. What was the turning point that made you look inside yourself for the answers? I've had so many turning points, each one turning my face toward the sunshine, away from the shadow, as Helen Keller puts it. Turning points have been honest conversations and tough love from mentors, coaches and friends, each moment being another slight adjustment in direction, always a step or a leap forward. I love that coaching is about self-reflection and discovering the gold within. So there's a bit more of that chapter, but I'm just going to pause there and uh, I'm going to share with you the gold process, just in case you're sitting there with a pen or maybe you want to grab one now, in case you want to sit there and start doing some of your some of your own thinking and reflecting and pulling out the gold from you. So I created this a number of years ago. I think it's in my 2018 Christmas blog. Uh, stepping into 2019, uh, I wrote another blog called Gifts of 2020 because, <laughs> you know, that was a hard year, if you remember. So GOLD is an acronym for gratitude, others, learning, and developing. So let's have a look at gratitude. So writing down, you know, what and who and where, what are the experiences, what are the moments that I'm grateful for? There is so much to be grateful for, and this really shifts our thinking into a much healthier place. It shifts us to a different region of the brain where we can do our best thinking, where we can really hear ourselves think and be honest with ourselves. So taking a moment to list what are you grateful for? It's so powerful. O is for others. So who are the others that have been part of your year? Who made a difference for you? Who did you support or encourage or guide or learn from? Thinking about the people in my past year reminds me of so many beautiful moments. You know, we're born for connection and connection has been a very different kind of conversation over the past year. We have been maybe connecting just online, maybe in Zoom calls, maybe in phone calls. And for myself personally, I have been possibly connecting less online and I apologise if you're like, where's Kerry gone? But I've been very attentive to the people that I've been with, whether that's on the phone or on Zoom or maybe even face-to-face with, passing in the street, just wanting to be present and engaging with somebody individually and going from years of coaching since 2004 lots of one-on-one conversations to the past five or six years traveling internationally speaking to massive audiences and not having as many one-on-one conversations I've really cherished the one-on-one time and felt that it's so so important so listing who are the others that were part of your year can uh, spark lots of insights L is for learning. What did I learn in the past year? What are some of the valuable insights that I can take away? Sometimes we don't see any learning from the past year until we start looking for it. When we ask our brain a question like, you know, what else? Um, What have I learned? Then it kicks into gear that it goes looking for the answer to that. 
So we could just say, don't think I learned anything from that experience. But when we say, what have I learned? Or what learning is possible here? Then we start seeing some possibilities. That is a really useful question to start exploring. What have I learned? What have I been learning lately about myself, about others, about the world around me? And D is for develop. So how have I grown, developed, matured? What have I developed? Maybe resilience, courage, new products, services, or ways of serving the world. And what are my development steps now? How do I want to move forward? So when we see the gold in the year that's been, then we can start developing further. We can... um, We can see what else is possible for us because we're not being so hard on ourselves anymore and limiting ourselves. We can see that even in the toughest times, we made someone's day, we created something, we had a conversation about something that that helped you or helped others. And this is a great way to encourage yourself. So back to the beginning of this conversation, I talked about encouragement and the importance of encouragement. You know, we need to offer it to others but we definitely need to offer it to ourselves how do you encourage yourself I find writing is encouraging talking to people is encouraging and listening to encouraging songs so music that is uplifting so yeah I'd love to know what encourages you how do you encourage yourself who are your encouraging people it's always lovely to give someone a shout out on social media if they've encouraged you And of course, as I say that, I've got a list of people in my head who I want to go on LinkedIn or somewhere and acknowledge them because uh, there are so many beautiful people in my world. And uh, I'm sure that includes you. Thank you for being here and listening. So I don't know where to stop here. Um, Lyndon's going to edit this and he hears things that I say that are useful when I don't, when I think, oh, maybe I should just have stopped, should have just stopped talking. That's often where he says, no, that's gold. <laughs> so I'm going to trust Lyndon with this podcast and, uh, and trust you uh, because if you're here still listening, then uh, there was something of value. So I want to acknowledge you for your self-honesty because even though it's just me doing the talking, if you're listening, I'm sure you are thinking about what this means for you and what do honest conversations look like in your world? What does encouragement look like in your world? Who are you having those conversations with? And one thing that I, you know, I'm shifting things on my website and getting a bit more organized digitally <laughs> with Nathan Shooter's help, creating better ways uh, for you to connect with me. So, you know, booking a time, uh, if you want to, think things through if you need a little encouragement if you want to plan if you want to think big if you want to just get something off your chest you know to just book a time with me I'm creating spaces for conversations this year Um, you know just free check-ins quick mentoring sessions or paid mentoring or coaching sessions we have so many options and, and ways to support you But I just want to make it easy because, you know, I've had a few of these conversations lately and they've reminded me of conversations I've had in the past. So because of the confidential nature of these conversations, I'm going to tell you some of the topics that have been covered, but some are recent and some are like years ago. So when we 
create space for an honest, open conversation about possibilities. What do you want to create for this year? What matters to you most this year? What are you wanting to explore? What are you wanting to revive or create? Whatever matters to you, we put that on the table. And all kinds of things can come up. And as I said earlier, it can be really courageous to share your aspirations, your dreams. And that can bring up a whole lot of self-doubt. And I had a conversation with someone who, after the session, leaving on a high, being absolutely clear, then went into a space of self-doubt. But because she'd made a commitment to update me each week in order to get a bonus free session at the end of the month, just shared honestly where she was at with self-doubt, self-loathing, like all kinds of darkness, just vented that in an email. Then the next day, woke up feeling like a new person and spoke to me later in the day about the freedom that came from exposing the darkness. And it reminded me of other conversations where clients have said things like, I don't want to be married anymore, or I don't think I have what it takes to be in this business, or I don't think I can do these things that I've aspired to do. Like, what was I thinking? And when people share the darkness they're in or the really unhealthy habit that they've developed that they have so much shame around, when they share that, they are free. It is incredible what happens when you put a light on the darkness. You are liberated. And uh, some of those conversations that, uh, that happened years ago, I've just never forgotten because of the, the freedom, the celebration, the moving forward, and uh, it, it's a beautiful thing. So whatever it is that you're wanting to have a conversation about, uh, whether it's booking a conversation with me, whether it's turning to someone in your world and saying, hey, can I be really honest with you here? Can I share something that's awkward? Like, Give them space, give them time for their brain to switch gear, to, um, to give you that permission to share whatever it is on your mind. Don't just Don't just unload on somebody when they're not ready. But if you can ask somebody, can I trust you with some of my deepest thoughts? Like, how do you feel if someone says that to you? You're like, oh, my gosh, I've got to step up here. I've got to, like, listen intently. Yes, let's put the phones away. Let's, you know, give them my full attention. So, you know, step out, check the the strength of that uh, connection, just like uh, when I was doing my first and second bungee jump, (laughs) they are checking and rechecking the safety gear. Is this safe to move forward? Okay, are we ready? Yep, all right, now let's go. So set yourself up for some honest conversations. If you don't know who to talk to, there are so many helplines to call. And coming back to something I mentioned in that that chapter I read from the book, It's not useful to compare yourself to others. If you feel like I couldn't ring a helpline because, you know, we need to keep the lines clear for people that are like in heaps more trouble than me, that are more stressed than me, um, then that's really lovely and gracious of you. But if you need to talk to somebody and a helpline is the way to go, then do it. Just reach out because people on the other side, they want to support you. They are there to help you talk things through. Let's move forward with honest, open conversations that create freedom, that create possibilities, that create extraordinary outcomes and 
difference making. I am so passionate about connecting with honest difference makers and I'm so excited for the conversations that are ahead this year. I love how I'm continuing to learn and those around me are continuing to learn. We are lifelong learners and uh, pushing ourselves to be honest and open and intimate is absolutely life-changing. So I hope this has been useful. I would love to hear from you. Any insights, any questions, any recommendations, you are most welcome to connect. Lots of love from here. G'day, it's Lyndon here, and I've got Kerry to jump back on the podcast because I just wanted to ask her a question to clear some things up. But firstly, I'd like to say thank you, Kerry, for hearing what your podcast world or your fans or whatever you like to call them have have requested and that is to do us some solo podcasts and share your thoughts i appreciate that and i really enjoyed editing this podcast and hearing your thoughts towards the end you talked about connecting with you what would be the best way for the people to do that with you well you can pull me over in the street and offer to take me out for a coffee (laughs) Uh, but seriously, uh, I know people are listening from all over the world and and I do realise that we we all think of connecting online in so many different ways and I had a hilarious conversation with uh, Sally Foley-Lewis, who was our most recent guest, about um, this conversation. This could be like a whole series of podcasts, not promising anything, but, yeah, let's be mindful of how we connect online, not just with me but with anyone. So, you know, if you've got 200 friends, be mindful if you're connecting with somebody who's got like four or 5,000 friends um, and be mindful that they're across lots of different platforms. So I do get a lot of messages and the messages that are actually well thought through, not just like, hi, are you, you know, can you chat? Uh, I can't just sit and chat all day with hundreds of people. So, um, so please be purposeful. The best thing is to start with connecting. If you want to get to know someone online, if you want them to notice you and what you're doing, comment on their public posts and you'll start to see other people connecting as well and and your world expands. Like I am all for your world expanding, not for everybody to be connecting with me. Um, But if you would like to connect with me to learn more about mental fitness, to learn more about some of the things that we've talked about today, you know, I have 17 years of coaching experience and that's led to you know the books the the writing the speaking and so sometimes I have the coach hat on and sometimes especially by client request to have the mentor hat on and share what's worked and who I've connected with and I love connecting people with other people as well so yeah just be purposeful in your connecting and send me a message or go to kerryphipps.com forward slash contact and yeah, pop a little note in there, book a time. I've got 15-minute um, slots for, you know, checking in if you want to share what are your goals, what are you up to, and if you want to, you know, make an inquiry about coaching or mentoring or speaking and having a conversation about what matters most to you. So, yeah, I could talk about this for hours. <laughs> so, Lyndon, is there any gaping holes? I think um, I've summed it up by being purposeful in your connecting. No, that's good. Uh, I think... We can say thank you all for listening and we'll see you on the next podcast. Yeah, let's share this podcast out also. Which is Nina, Nina Angelo. Yes, and I've got a few other great interviews coming up. And uh, And some more solos? Uh, Possibly, uh, by request. So send in, what do you want me to talk about? Um, Ah, thank you for the reviews.
So Spotify, I know there's a few people who put reviews there and thank you. Actually, it only, it's a new thing. They only let you do review like stars. Um, so thank you to those. Um, and Vicky Hadfield, I know is one. Um, she'll be on the podcast soon too, I hope. Five stars. Thank you so much. But Spotify doesn't make them public until there's a certain number that are there. So it's a bit tricky. But whatever platform you're listening on, thank you if you're doing reviews. It does help people find it. And it's encouraging for me because sometimes I go, is anyone listening to this? But then I do see that you're literally listening from all over the world, which I might have mentioned in the podcast. So thank you wherever you are in the world. I hope that you can grow in confidence to connect and make a difference in the lives of the people around you. And already, I am sure that if you have that desire, you are already making a bigger difference than you know. And thank you, Lyndon. Thank you. Bye. Have a great week.